com dois. Alô, alô, alô. Hello. Fogo. Hello, hello. Hello. Hi, guys. How's it going? It's going. Going? You? you need to hold that like this. Look at the yellow. Yeah, oh, there you go. All right. I think that might be good. Let me, uh... Live from the Black Card of St. Paul, we are the Dave's You Know with a Minnesota football show. This is Dave's I Know. You want me to be that type of dude, and I want to be who you like me to, but we both know I can't do nothing at all. Just showed up, but uh, but Bridget and I watched a, uh, a a soccer match, a Liverpool soccer yeah, match. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was a victory, fifty in a row, uh, undefeated at home, which is pretty good. Thank for, God for that VAR, man. Thank God for VAR. <laughs> we can talk about that in a little bit, but uh, this is a very special, uh, very special days I know uh, slash Minnesota football show uh, crossover, 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 crossover crossover podcast. We have. Uh, Eric Silverbrenneman uh, and Bridget McDowell, uh, two co-hosts of the Minnesota Football Show. Um, you've heard both of them on the Dave's I Know before, um, but we are getting the ba- the gang back together. Thanks for doing this, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, we were, I, I was supposed to be on the show were, yesterday, but yeah. because like it was goddamn icy out everywhere. <laughs> it was ugly, <laughs> yeah. nasty, and... Uh, and I the, think Bridget, you were the one that first said, I ain't going anywhere. And then yeah. I started to see everything coming in. I'm like, ooh, yeah, we should probably yeah, cancel. I, I can't just cheat and hop on a bus <coughs> no, from my side you, of town. You and have they distance. Anyway, yeah. So I yeah. <laughs> I drove over happen. up to uh, the Blackheart and I was like literally like sideways, like three different times <laughs> right. uh, coming down Albert Avenue. Which well, is a, my partner know. who works at the uh, Metropolitan Council and obviously has those direct connections with transit and everything, like she got the information before I think it was even public that buses yeah. weren't running. and. And, I mean, she's been there for over a decade, and I think maybe this is the second or third time it's happened. She's just like, don't be an idiot. <laughs> Cancel the damn show. I'm like, all right, fair enough. Yep. Yeah, I think they said it was the first time they've suspended since, like, 2008 or something. Long like, time. For a blizzard. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, jump anyways. In? Yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's jump into it. What, uh, I'm, oh, I, th- I think I actually opened the wrong. That's right, man. I, I, I got op- you. I opened the 12... 2918 I could uh, drive you, <laughs> you you just relax and respond my dude all right sounds um, good once you uh, once you uh, lead yeah, us off well we, we had a couple things I think for leftovers from last week that's another reason yeah. that I'm glad we're doing this because otherwise it'd be like two weeks behind <laughs> coming in <laughs> next, next week um so we had the Champions League draw I don't, I don't think you guys covered this either so maybe we can just mm. talk briefly about what you're seeing here yeah, yeah. Um, round of 16 looks like this we got Dortmund and Paris Saint-Germain we got Real Madrid Man City Atalanta, Valencia, Atletico, Liverpool, Chelsea, Bayern, Lyon, Juventus, Tottenham, Leipzig, and Napoli, Barcelona. I'm surrounded by Reds here, Liverpool. <laughs> I'm, that that might be an interesting battle with Atletico. It should be. Should be. I'm. I would be a lot more worried if it was the Antoine Griezmann-led um, <laughs> Atletico. I'm a little less worried now. But this is a team. You know, Atletico is the team that knows how to defend. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The question is, is can they defend for 180 minutes and not allow? I mean, <laughs> Liverpool attacks and they will score goals, and that's the, the the, the question I have in terms of uh, uh, if I was an Atletico supporter, like can they score two goals right. in 180 minutes yeah. uh, against the uh, Liverpool defense? Which, to be fair, it's not as great as it was last year. I think last year, um, especially in the second half of the year, this defense was amazing, um, and they've given up a lot more opportunities in in. 2019 yes. started going into 2020 here um but i just don't think they have the firepower to to no. score i mean maybe they can nick one and maybe they get away with a 1-1 draw at home but i don't think they're gonna go to anfield and and um secure enough uh goals to beat liverpool do you feel pretty confident for a repeat you feeling it 
I'm not conf- I'm, I'm not confident in a repeat. Are we, are we ever confident? Yeah, yeah no, it's and we, we're Liverpool fans. <laughs> what, what? I'm not confident in a repeat. I'm confident in that I think we will get through this match. Um, I mean, honestly, like with any with any short term like this, it's really the draw. Uh-huh. I mean, and right. you have, you have to beat the teams you have to beat. But grind it um, out. I mean, in terms of like other matchups, I'm really excited. Yeah. I mean, I think Dortmund uh, PSG is going to be a fucking yeah. fantastic match. Yep, yeah. I'm looking at that Real Madrid. Real Man Madrid City. Man City. Yeah, I mean that. I mean Ma- Madrid again. You know, the Spanish teams are not what they used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, that yeah. is uh, that's for sure. Um, yeah. So even in like Napoli Barcelona, I'm like, I w- if I'm Napoli, I'm like, I you know, I feel like we got maybe a chance in that one. I feel pretty confident. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Barca will get it done. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure they probably will. But you know, uh, Barcelona has shit the bed the last several years. Ha- well, even even this season, <laughs> it was a very rough start. This season, yeah. they only recently yeah. got it together, like in the past couple months. So right. I mean. Who knows? Yeah. Who's, who's who's at Napoli right now? Because I know like they tossed Ancelotti, who's now Everton. Yeah, I'm not I know. Even I, sure. I was joking with our, my Everton friend that they at least Everton finally hired a coach who can beat Liverpool, so maybe they have a chance <laughs> at winning a Merseyside Derby <laughs> nice. sometime in the next 15 years. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so that I mean that real. I mean, ever since that happened, I haven't heard a word about Napoli. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they're. I think they're sitting what like seventh, sixth or seventh in the in the uh, uh, La Liga table. Not even sure. Or Serie A table. Sorry. That's okay. Um, we we just our Serie A only comes up when we have our uh, <laughs> fucked up racism <laughs> in, in football that's, segment that's on, the, fair. on the show. Yep. That's fair. Yep. Uh, Chelsea Bayern is also a tasty, a little tasty <laughs> matchup. Uh, yeah. uh, rematch of a final um, that Bayern won in what 2013, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so that should be a, that should be a fun match. Tottenham I mean, Leipzig too. Yeah, I mean, Tottenham Leipzig. Yeah, I don't, what to call I don't think the only the only matchup that I'm just like met about is at, is literally Atlanta Valencia, and okay. I was mostly I'm like yeah. I'm very excited because Atlanta maybe could, you know, yeah. for a team that like they lost their first three Champions League group matches like uh-huh. <laughs> to sneak through, and you know it would be it'd actually be a really great story. So there are underdogs if Atlanta yeah would knock off Valencia, and then you know would any, I think any any other teams that would advance would love to play either of those two teams. Sure. In the, yeah. Uh, in the next round, in the quarterfinal round, so cool. Um, yeah, right on. Well, next I got some Libertadores. The groups were released. There's there's still a couple open slots because they do similar to like uh, Europa to Champions. They have the little playoff spots and all that kind of thing too. Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's a huge possibility of Flamengo repeating here as well. Palmeiras is looking really good this year. Of course, you got all the Argentine teams, whether it's River Plate is or Boca. Is Flamengo going to play like they normally play or like they oh. did like in their shit ass? We'll get uh, there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. World Cup. Final. I've still only seen highlights, so I'll, I'll let you completely take that. All right. Highlight. Fair enough. Um, Nacional, Pablo is obviously – I don't even know where that guy is. I mean, we haven't seen him for like a month probably. But his, no. his Nacional got into Group F with Racing and Alianza Lima. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's so early. And like I said, the groups aren't fully formed, but – if I had to look at an interesting group right now, I like this group D, River Plate, Sao Paulo, LDU, Quito, and you got uh, a different one of the internationals, I think, from uh, – where's that one from? I'm not even sure. Anyway, group D looks interesting. I will say I'm, I'm not – obviously not a huge follower of Combi Bowl and, and Libertadores, but if you like bone-crunching soccer, <laughs> South American soccer, Combi yes. Bowl soccer is where you can find bone-crunching soccer. We it's have like, fun. It's like soccer like they used to play in England in like the 1980s. Like you, I, I never saw soccer in, in England in the 80s, but like you just see like these dudes just make up ridiculous yeah. tackles yeah. and like nothing. Just you know, no, just no calls right whatsoever. Get right back going. up and go. Yeah. Um, the Copa Libertadores is a great place to watch, it. and you get to actually watch some really good. The, uh, the refs are on Facebook well. the entire time, <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you get to watch some really. You get to watch some really good, uh, some really good soccer What's as well. WhatsApp and Facebook. Yeah. yeah, that's all they're doing. Like, oh, yeah. there's a match over here too. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So. Um, we could skip. I just put Forlan as the new Peñarol manager. That was more for the Uruguay or whatever. Diego um, Forlan. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to be Peñarol. All right. All right. And that's, I know that's his big rival with Nacional in Uruguay. So okay. it's more to get a rise out of him. Pablo, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, we had the La Liga thing a couple weeks ago, the not-so-classico where yeah. Barca and Real Madrid. I only watched highlights, but it, even from the highlights, it looks super boring. Nil-nil tie. Yes. Did any of you guys watch it? No, I was no. actually taking my son to a doctor's appointment. So Fair I, enough. And Liverpool was playing in the uh, – Semi-final right before that. Yeah. So. I just put it in there. All right, let's yeah. let's look at this because I think I think this is pretty interesting here. Well, we have the the top ten world football men was released a couple weeks ago. No surprise, I guess. Well, there was a big debate between Van Dyke and Messi, and Messi sure. ended up winning it. Van Dyke two, Mane three, Ronaldo still gets in there at four, Salah five, Mbappe six. You can go the rest from there. 
man, how long is it going to be before Ronaldo gets out of this thing without consequences? Yeah. I don't know. I just I think it's hilarious that there's four Liverpool players in the top yes. ten. <laughs> that there's that too. including I didn't even mention yeah, including uh, yeah, two two yeah, two and two defenders and, and, and two yeah, uh, you know, two on the defensive side and two yeah. on the offensive side. Yeah. Um, I, Frankie De Jong at number ten seems. I yes, that was a little surprising. Yeah. Um, considering how many other you know. I know he, yes, he killed it at Ajax last year. Has how much? I don't know how much he's done with Barcelona. I don't. I don't watch a ton of uh, he's La Liga. He's got a good so. number of assists and okay. just a couple goals. But I, I mean, if know. you were, I mean, you would think that like, someone like Kevin De Bruyne would be slotted in in that in that role. Right. I saw those um, arguments, yeah. But so that was, uh, but yeah, I agree with you. Uh, yeah, we can just. Loot. I saw uh, actually, I was reading a story this morning on ESPN um, about Cristiano Ronaldo wants to go into acting once he's done playing oh my football. God. Come on, so of course he does. Yeah. So, yeah, we might have that guy in our life for a long time. Yikes. So, well, let's talk about somebody else who is not a rapist piece of shit. Kylian <laughs> um, Mbappe. I always, I was telling you guys before we started recording, I forget how young yes. this yes. person is. I mean, so they put him up before turning 21. The, the accomplishments that he's had compared to Messi, Ronaldo, Maradona, and Pele. And I, I, don't, I'm not, I don't have to go through everybody, but just Mbappe by himself. He's got seven, seven club titles, six with PSG, PSG, one with Monaco. He's got the one World Cup win with France. He's got one U19 Euro win with France, four World Cup goals. That smokes three of the four yeah. that are in, like, the greatest players of all time. The only one that he's slightly behind, and I say slightly because he'll probably pass him, is Pelé. Right. Pelé's got two titles with Santos, the one World Cup with Brazil, six World Cup goals, eight Copa America goals. But Mbappe's Copa, or, uh, Euros and, and World Cups are just getting started. So yeah, once, exactly. once everything is tallied up, I mean, yeah, sky's the limit. It's incredible. Definitely. One other person I would throw up there uh, that's not in this list here is Trent Alexander-Arnold is only 21 that's years right. old yeah. as well. Um, he doesn't have any uh, uh, you know, world, world Cup titles or club titles, obviously, but he has a... Uh, he's played in two consecutive uh, Champions Leagues, one yeah. one. Um, you know, he's got uh, yeah. So it's amazing. It, it's just thinking about like footballers now versus you know footballers in the past. And like, I, we, I do this with baseball all the time. It's like, well, what if we like, what if we like took Barry Bonds and like put him back into like the era of Babe Ruth or whatever, right. or brought Babe Ruth up to this era? It's the like, video game it's scenario, really, right? It's really hard. To, yeah, it's really hard to figure. <laughs> it's really hard to figure it out. But like, you look at what the um, and it, what you know, what if, what if. Like you know, someone like Pele had the technologies yeah. that exactly. you know, players have nowadays to like keep themselves healthy and to um, you know take care of their s- and rest and recover and didn't go out drinking yeah. after matches. Right. <laughs> you know, like I, I was just reading exactly. an article. Uh, Jordan Henderson after the uh, winning the the Champions League, like didn't even have a drink afterwards. I'm like, what? Like that? Yeah. Ah, I'd go tie tie several on probably yeah. afterwards. But oh, yeah. um, it's just these guys have such amazing, um, uh, just amazing systems that that. You know, guys, even, you know, even like the Lionel Messi's like he's he's like probably cutting edge more like kind of like LeBron James or whatever. Um, And, you know, Michael Jordan before that was kind of in terms of like basketball and things, things like that. But like before that, like players would go out and like smoke cigarettes and drink after games and hang out and um, drink across their flights. Now it's a completely different ballgame. So it's amazing. Be with a bar full of women in Pelé's case. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Or or Maradona, like, you know, just, uh, you know, hitting that old uh, nose candy. Uh, Snow. Imagine what he could have done. Like, what's the full potential if you're not doing stuff like that? Right. Imagine if you didn't have some nose candy, like, at halftime every match. (laughs) Not to throw anybody Uh, under the bus or whatever, but, yeah. uh, (laughs) Diego Maradona did a lot of blow. Just a little. He sure did. So <laughs> I got local stuff coming up. Yeah, next. let's, let's we can, do it. We can talk about uh, Minnesota United released their uh, friendly. Looks like May twenty seventh against Augsburg. That should be played at Augsburg. I feel it like it really should. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. How do you guys feel about that? I, I I'm not really familiar with the um, Augsburg team. This is the Bundesliga team. Yeah. So no, they're mid table. They're mid table. Right? Yeah. They're a mid table team. I I don't know how this benefits Minnesota United at all. Um, Unless Minnesota United is trying to do some business with Augsburg, and they do have a couple of interesting, interesting younger players and a couple of interesting sort of like more sort of like mid-level veterans that might make some sense for them, um, including an uh, Icelandic player that would be really yeah. awesome. Okay, Finn they, Bogusen. They do tend to do these as like the beginning of a business transaction. Yeah. Um, 
like uh, DSC ended up going to train with Aston Villa. That's right. That did so it's if they're already in talks about some kind of deal over something, whether that's a player or just a partnership in terms of like training exchange, it yeah. kind of makes sense. But at the same time, it's in season. It's not really a huge draw. Yeah, it's not going to – I mean, it's it's also – it'd be one thing if it – these matches are not designed for the season ticket holders. They're designed to, like, get people who are, get like, semi-interested in, in – but, like, if you're doing if you're going to do that and you're in Minnesota, you should be bringing in, um, you know, more Mexican teams. Right. Or I'm just hoping there's not, like – how many friendlies were there last year? Three? There were way more than yeah, I Yeah, we did four yes. total four. because we had the, we did the one down in, uh, in Ford Madison. Um, yeah. That seemed excessive. So and the, I mean, this and this, and this being part of, the t- of your ticket package also seems like aggressive and yeah. like, you know, whatever. Whatever. It is. It is what it is. I will probably. It's a. It's a Wednesday, yeah. so my wife probably won't go because it's be after her bedtime, and I will. Right. I'll probably go. Uh, probably just get high as shit and go watch German <laughs> soccer. So, yeah. Why not? It is what it is, man. Uh, we got some preseason news. So the first one is they're going to well they're going to report to camp when in like uh, two weeks it seems like yeah at this point. the twentieth assuming the 20th, CBA assuming the CBA and there's not oh, a strike right. which is a whole other that conversation that we could have but we don't need to have very that right sure. now very um, interesting right yeah so, so the CBA so the CBA expires in January um, it sounds like from everybody people that I've talked to that have some have some knowledge of the situation that there won't be a strike that they're going to get it figured out but. You know, until sounds like it's going pretty smooth. Yeah, until they actually like sign a deal, I and I and I also believe like, honestly, I believe that the MLS players union should strike because I don't think they're going to get what they want until they actually like follow through with right. this potential threat yeah. of a strike. So, right on. Um, I'm also a super pro union guy. So absolutely, <laughs> as am I. <laughs> I think everyone in this podcast probably is. Well, so. so that withstanding, it sounds like they've got something lined up in Florida. Uh, what are the dates there? Twenty. I think it's like the week after. Twenty something. Yeah, right? like yeah, the twenty eighth or twenty like ninth. A, a week. So in camp, and then they travel. Yeah, for a train. Week of warm weather. Yeah, training. train up in Blaine for a week, and then go down to Orlando for a week and yeah. hang out and play some games. Probably against some college teams. Yeah. Yep. You mentioned um, potentially State. Orlando. Yeah, City. one of the, a couple of the state schools usually come in uh, for a scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember who it was last year. I think it was just Florida State. That's all right. But um, we'll, we'll update as we go. That's all yeah, we got, really. So they they get some scrimmages in. Uh, that's typically where they end up debuting uh, new signings, kind of last minute. Mm-hmm. Like that's how Pangop came in, showed up halfway through camp. It's Pangop party. Yeah. <laughs> well, the other one we do have a little bit more information for would be Portland. Yeah. Uh, this is the tournament. They did this what two years ago now. It will be two years. Uh three. The, this was three, their. That was, has it been three. Before was their first year before their MLS first season. season. Yeah, that's right. Before yep. their first Thank season, you. MLS. That was the last time they were there. But they they had been there the year before, I believe, as an NASL team. Okay. Yes. Um. There you go. So yeah. So they played this tournament a couple times. So um, they got. It looks like in February, right? They're gonna have yep. versus New England on February sixteenth. Uh, February nineteenth against Portland, and Saturday, February twenty second against Vancouver. So yeah, should be that. good. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm starting to get paranoid the more I talk about this. <laughs> it's coming up <laughs> too fast. So speaking of paranoia, let's let's look at some signings that may or may not happen. Just random speculation here. Um, the one that I guess the couple that caught my eye. These are both Conme bowlers here. We got uh, Luis Amarilla coming from. He's from Paraguay. Plays in Ecuador, but he was playing in Ecuador at uh, Universidad Católica on loan from Vélez in Argentina. 24, he kind of looks like the kind of striker that we would love to have, kind of a yeah. destroyer. As soon as he gets the ball, he's looking for a goal and trying to put it in goal. I actually did watch uh, one or two of his highlight reels, and, I mean, you know, everybody looks pr- amazing and phenomenal on their highlight reels. Of course. But, yeah, he looks good. <laughs> I, yeah. I know. I don't know. From what I could tell, sure, why not? Uh, and then I came to see that I think it was today. This came from – I can't, I didn't get the source on here, but uh, whoever it was mentioned that uh, – Brazilian clubs are interested too, and then I, I kind of wrote a thing where I expect I kind of foresaw this battle kind of starting to happen between the MLS and Brasileiro, just because in a lot of ways, in terms of the salaries they can they can pay, and uh, and in terms of becoming pipelines to Europe, that's changing fast here in the MLS. Before Brazil definitely <coughs> had the win, but anyway, they're starting to get there's becoming to be a little bit more parity, and so a lot of these players 
are kind of, you know, the, the jostle is back and forth right. between MLS and Brasileirão, which, all right, I'm here for it. Why not? Yeah. So, I don't know. So Any thoughts? A striker? Sounds... <laughs> It's just like uh, sounds sounds fucking awesome. Great. Sounds like someone who's only twenty four, and he's so. only twenty four. So fucking a, yeah. Let's uh, let's go. Let's party. Yeah. Well, who has the other one? Other one is let's see, Juan Arango. Why does the name sound familiar to me? Oh no, I'm sorry. Juan Arango is the journalist. My fault. Okay. Sorry, Christian Christian Rivera. Okay, okay. That's to say. Like, that's yeah, the no, he, he's the one that reported. He dropped. It. Ah, fair enough. Coming okay. from Minnesota, starting eleven. He is Colombian. Plays at Deportivo Cali. Is he a left? Is he a left, left winger? I can't remember which side, man. I'm sorry. Um, I, I haven't I haven't watched anything on him. I do have a the father like of one of my really good friends is a colleague guy, and I tried to reach out, haven't got a response yet. To see to this, if, it's like this he thing, was if there's any legs. central defensive mid. Okay, so potential Kelly. potential Aussie replacement, but maybe Hassani moves into more of the attacking role. Not yeah. sure. The one thing that that uh, they pointed out was. Uh, you know, Minnesota United has looked at this particular club before. This would be Balanta and Benedetti's mm-hmm. former club. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I don't know if this one really has any legs, but uh, I guess we'll keep you updated. I mean, we we know they're looking down there, but yeah, yeah it'd be great I, if they got something. It's the got first something. I've seen the name pop up, so yeah. I don't know. Yep. All right, that's all I got. <laughs> I guess you guys have anything else to add. It's like, please give us more news. Yeah, no. I, I have no fresh information there. All right. Yeah. Um. Fire! Who wants to take uh, Rafael? <laughs> did you guys? Vicky. Did you guys talk about the um, uh, the fire rebrand at all? We did. On the, okay, yeah. uh, we did. Sorry. Feel, feel free to know. No, 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 no. Feel free to just, add. It just, every time I see that fucking logo, I'm just like, What's the matter, you, man? You don't like Space Invaders? You suck. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. It's Atari. That's, that's the first time I heard about Space Invaders, and that actually that actually makes a lot of sense. Um, um, you can't unsee it. Nope. It's even. just the fire brand is so was so great and. And yeah. the city of Chicago has such great like branding that you could yeah. take from and use that they just managed to fuck it up as much as they possibly did. Just it, like blows my goddamn mind. I have nothing. I honestly got nothing on on well, uh, Raphael someone Wiki, was but um, with what ifs and came up with that. But yeah, I mean, it, uh, it, yeah, it just seems like yeah, someone like plugged I think it you guys into. Covered this on your show. I mean, you put it together with the Louisville thing, and I mean that, that yeah, that contrast there I think says it all. Yeah. Where you have an FO that's just like, oh shit, this is not going over well. Yeah. Let's pull this we back. Made a mistake. We Let's made a talk mistake. About this. Exactly. Yeah. Accept responsibility. I mean, Chicago was just like, no, the train is full steam. I mean, you look at what. So you, I mean, you and you can you compare and contrast like the, the these rebrands that these like that Louisville did, Chicago Fire have done with what Minnesota United did when when uh, uh, Dr. McGuire bought the Stars, right. and then and then. What Zeus Jones did, like, when they released all, like, they gave them, like, 30 fucking amazing, uh, like, designs and logos and jerseys, like, options and things yeah. like that. And, like, and they had Minnesota picked, like, probably probably the best one, but there were a couple other ones that there I, I cool would have been, I would been slick, really yeah. fucking cool with if they had just, yeah. if they had gone in that route as well. Um, it, it just, it's a, it boggles my mind that, that these teams are spending millions of dollars on shit. They can't spend the amount of money to make something... Like this, be right. Like this is like your your entire fucking identity, <laughs> and and you're just gonna you're gonna you know half-ass it, half-ass it, and just force <laughs> it upon the and entire then, yeah, supporters. And, and, yep. and and I'm not I'm not also not one who's like, oh, we should definitely give the fans a vote because fans fucking suck. Like, we're the worst. <laughs> we um, are the worst. No one should listen to us generally about like a lot of things. But when your fans and me awesome clap back clap back at you and say, listen. That's not good, or or yeah. like you're or you're not, not like, cognizant of that, or just can we talk? Yeah, can we sit down and talk. That's that, and that's what seems like what's happened with the Chicago Fire and Louisville. And look, look to me, to Louisville's credit, like they've they walked it back. Yeah. They're like, you know what, we fucked up. We're sorry. Um, we're not gonna. F- and I don't know, I don't know anything bad about Raphael Wiki. Um, Basel, former Basel. He does have Champions League experience. I don't remember them going very far in Champions <laughs> League, but I don't know anything, Bridget. No. <laughs> Deep analysis. Fair. <laughs> I got two more other pieces of MLS news. Please. Um, uh, Juan Agudelo uh, in Miami requ- acquired his rights. Oh, okay. Um, oh, yeah. uh, he was selected by the Toronto, Toronto FC in the, uh, I think, the second round of the um, draft, the MLS redistribution draft or whatever it was, and, and Toronto and, and Juan Agadello could not come to terms, um, so his rights were sent to uh, Inter-Miami, and then it seems like Inter-Miami is going to announce a coach tomorrow. 
Finally. <laughs> finally, uh, Diego Alonso. That sounds familiar. That name should sound a lot very familiar. Yeah. Uh, he coached Monterey to the uh, uh, CONCACAF Champions League last year um, and then was uh, ceremonious, unceremoniously fired in September after leading the team to a really pretty dreadful start to the season. Okay. Um, yeah, so he's going to be – he's expected to be named the Inter-Miami coach on uh, on Monday. So there you go. they finally will have a coach. They Breaking have like eight news. players, lots of other things. They don't have a stadium yet. Right. Um, I mean, crappy old Lockhart is, is getting renovated. But, uh, yeah, they will potentially have a coach on uh, on Monday. So that's all That's all my other MLS news. So Cool. Um, I guess on, on happy news, uh, lots of weddings in God football world happened yeah. yesterday. What do we got? Oh, we're watching the Fucking Man City situation. We're recording on Kunig Sunday. Wero. Yeah. Uh, wedding days. Lots of wedding days. We had the, the <laughs> some of people were calling it the, the royal wedding with uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ali Krieger and Ashlyn Harris. They both look amazing, beautiful. Um, congrats to them. And then also, Adriana French and her partner, Emily, who don't have a last name <laughs> they also got married so there you go congratulations yeah. yeah um maybe we should take a break here and then we can talk about the fifa club world cup yeah. and let me bitch about that for 15 minutes that's why we're here all right so now I think we should talk about the uh, FIFA Club World Cup final. Sure. That happened. Uh, Got some Liverpool uh, representing a Europe. Week ago. Got some Flamengo representing uh, South America. Yeah. Can, uh, can, you, can you defend your uh, Brazilian team's shit ass? First uh, of all, divery? <laughs> not my team. <laughs> my <laughs> family's team, perhaps. Brazilian, but, team. but yeah, I don't know. You are connected in yes. some way. Connected. And therefore, yeah. I'm connected in our, in it was shit there. ass divery. <laughs> Uh, that knows no bounds. I'm really glad that we're able to record this uh, on our podcast, so I can say shit <laughs> ass a bunch <laughs> and yeah. fucking a yeah. lot. Because god damn it, <laughs> I was, I was, I was promised. I was like, people kept telling me, Flamingo. Not for me. Flamingo <laughs> is is the they're like they're like the Liverpool of of the EPL. Yes. They're very attacking. Yeah. They're they're very forward thinking. There's a history um, there too because they played yes, each other. In they the played 80s, each other. So yes, like a legendary yeah. game. Yeah, uh, Flamingo won three nothing in Japan. Um, I, Liverpool. Did not give two shits about that game and right. flew twelve thousand miles and yeah I mean obviously Brazil flew a long way as well but like clearly they they wanted that game a lot more mm-hmm. and I think clearly Liverpool um, ultimately decided that they wanted to win this game yep. and they wanted to add and this is the only this is the only trophy that they didn't have in their in their cabinet exactly right so I think this it made it meant a lot to them and you know they obviously wearing the the gold badges today against uh, Wolves in the match like was important to them as well but go ahead i was i Get was out. i was promised <laughs> i was offered i was promised you got here that you boy i was promised some good attacking football and yeah. all i got and i was like oh that's not going to happen because it's all the south american and and central american team the the concacaf and Commonwealth ball teams like once they play up against the european teams it's smash and grab and all that because right. they just want they want to win and that's all that matters to them yeah. but i, I Everybody kept telling me Flamingo's different. Flamingo's different. They're gonna attack. They're gonna they're gonna press. They're gonna do all the things that Liverpool does and Liverpool does well that they do well in Brazil. And I was like, I was very excited for that. I was really excited. Um, we brought a our strongest team possible yep. there. Like we didn't we weren't given this rate, you know competition second rate. And all I got from fucking Flamingo was <laughs> just <laughs> shitty ass diving yes. and and cynical fouls. Like it's like I was watching some you know. Random shitty Copa Libertadores match. I'm gonna have to translate this and send it to my uncles. They'll Please do. <laughs> I would love to hear his response to it, like yes. how he defends. There's, there's multiple hises and hers. I, I would love family. to. See, I'd love to hear how they defend uh, how Flamengo played in that final. Yeah. It was it was terrible. It was terrible. I'm just gonna say it was terrible. They didn't want to be there. They didn't seem to care. It was I think they cared. They they, they but they literally ch- they definitely changed their tactics. From they, I mean, even yeah. from what they when they played against Al-Halal, and because I watched that the Hall, the Flamingo Al-Halal match yeah. in the in the semifinals, and Al-Halal actually you know went up one nothing on yeah, them. Yeah, they scored. That's right. And uh, and I mean three one scoreline was flattering for Flamingo. Um, I think Al-Halal just ran out of gas, honestly, and Flamingo yeah. did not. And yeah. obviously, and you know they played they played differently in that game than they did in the in the final. And I understand it's a it's a final, it's a one off game. You know, you try to do whatever you can to right. to win and, and get the and get the and get the points or whatever. But I just I was really disappointed in that because I expected these two teams to play 
I mean, I was hoping, I expected Flamengo to do what they did. I was hoping that they wouldn't. I was hoping right. that they really would try to like go toe to toe. Yeah, I think there's, like there's it, it would be end to end attack. Because I think there's a lot. There's a, actually, I think there. I feel like there's. And correct me if I'm wrong, Eric. There's a lot of Brazilians who think that people like. Uh, like Firmino and, and those kids are not up to snuff when it comes to playing for the Brazilian national team. And I think that I, I get yeah. the impression, and I feel be. like I, I read this somewhere. Like they were like they just, they would love to see a Brazilian team made up of mostly Brazilians. Like oh, th- like, you're gonna have those people always. Like, oh sure, for yeah. sure. Um, I, it was just I was just I was disappointed, and it was it was just so bad. And the ref and let's talk about the fucking referee. <laughs> Holy where, where shit! Was this person from by the uh, way, from Qatar. Know? Okay. Yeah. Um. I, that guy, if that guy wasn't on the make, I don't know how, like, what the fuck he was doing because um, he, he's got his own oil field now, Dave. Man, uh, it was it was so bad. The, the um, we were we, we obviously Bridget and I were here watching at the at the black car with a, another friend of ours who's a Liverpool fan. Um, and one when, when they called the penalty uh, for Sadio Mane um, yeah. in the box, this was nine, right about the ninetieth, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, right near the death. Um, they. Uh, they showed the VAR. It's like okay, clearly, clearly he's like it's just outside the box, but that's a red right. card. Like it's so it goes from yeah. so goes from yeah. a yellow um, and a penalty <clears throat> to a red card and a free kick from just outside the box. I just want to I just want to add here. I put the notes in and then Zeller in parentheses. Let's have a conversation about this terrible fucking referee. <laughs> in front, so go ahead. This is it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> This, this and, is the contribution. And so, <laughs> and so the uh, yeah, so the referee goes it goes to VAR, and VAR is correct. Like it's not yep. a penalty inside. It's not a foul inside the box, but it's a, it's definitely a foul, and it's definitely outside the box. Which it's a definitely a goal scoring opportunity. So it's definitely a red card. And the fucker goes goes like listens uh, for VAR for like two minutes, then goes to the uh, screen yeah. and fucking reverses his call, which is like okay, great, so red card and and, and a free kick. No. Fucking free kick for her. He gives a foul to Mane. Right. Outside the box. For being there. For being there. <laughs> and it was it was it was particularly egregious. Like if Liverpool yes. had lost that match, it would have been uh, that that's all people would be talking about. No one's oh, talking yeah. about it because they love and you know, Firmino obviously scored the goal and they won the match. But I don't know, at Bridget, correct me I mean whatever. It, I'm just I'm very aggressive about it, so <laughs> I know that. No, it was ridiculous because it's it felt more like he was watching the video for show. Like mm. he, w- he wasn't going to, <laughs> to make a decent call. Yeah. In Liverpool's he called. He called a penalty in their favor, which is like, the penalty. The penalty call was probably incorrect, and that's fine. You right. can you can say okay, it was not a penalty. It was a foul right. outside the box, but that's a red card. He's got to go. Yeah. You can't just <laughs> completely do a, a, a tire 180 on, on it. So yeah. I just want to clarify yeah. for listeners like Eric's so quiet. Well, Eric didn't get to watch this game live because he was at a holiday thing. And so then I got to watch the uh, highlights and I was just telling Bridget before we started recording in like the three or four minute highlights, the, this whole penalty situation we're talking about is kind of conspicuously t- taken down to about two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. It hardly appears. Fa- fancy that. Yeah, imagine that. Fancy that. Um, but ultimately, the entire stoppage time <laughs> of the match. Yeah. No, no big. Ultimately, it was it was for not. I mean, uh, Bobby Firmino yeah, scored, um, yeah. and goal. it was a great. It was an amazing it, team team goal. Yeah. It's clear. Yes. It was clear that uh, Liverpool had worn uh, Fl- Flamingo down. Um, they yeah. just, they couldn't compete with them. Um, Mane, great ball up. Mm-hmm. Actually, started with Henderson. I think I put in there. right? <laughs> yeah, from Henderson, Henderson to, to, to Mane. Mane. Yep. Yeah, Firmino's not going to miss that. Mess. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, Firmino. That was his uh, third, second goal in two games, and or third yes. goal in two games. Anyways, um, we've seen this before to the the Brazilian on Brazilians. This time Liverpool Flamengo. I remember when it was um, Corinthians versus Barcelona, and Corinthians actually beat Barcelona in the, the Club World Cup. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, you know, Brazilian on Brazilian violence. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, Allison like well deserved man of the match. I yes. think um, he played amazing, uh, both in the Monterey game and in the uh, Flamengo game. Yeah, um, it was a you know it was a just a, a a class in like how to play soccer from Liverpool, and again, it's how to like how to maybe potentially counter that sort of soccer from Flamengo. Um, yep. But ultimately, it's like. As we talked about like earlier with Atletico and, and Liverpool, like I feel like Atletico will play, pro, Atletico will probably play very much similar to the style Flamengo did, but like right. you can't con- you can't contain Liverpool for 180 well, minutes. Well, Liverpool's no. defense is just so much better. I think that's the key right there. Is they're just going to defend. Yeah. Yep. Um, so. Let me ask you two this, since 
I mean, you guys are really enjoying a, a golden age right now with this team. So with this Club World Cup win, Champions League win, I mean, we can speculate and probably just say you're going to win the, well, the EPL this year as well. I, I mean, I, I hate to do that to you. I know you guys won't say anything because – Oh, no, yeah. No, we're winning. The, we're, we're winning the fucking thing. <laughs> but here's the, so you're going to have all these trophies lined up. I mean, how do you feel? That's that's pretty amazing. So this is uh, – and I'll let Bridget speak, but I just want to say, like, this is the first time ever um, that a uh, English team has held both uh, the Champions League, the Supercopa, and the Club World Cup at the same time. First time ever, yes. so which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Having watched this team from <laughs> when they were consistently like mid table to where they are now with just one piece of hardware after another. Yeah, and it's and they're doing it all with style and also clinically. It's not like you know you see some teams where it's just obvious that they're throwing some money at it, making it happen, but. You know, none of this is a fluke. Like they're they're earning every inch that they're pulling out of this. So I'm not even that big of a fan, but I, I just as a fair weather fan, I should say, I really enjoy watching them. I enjoy the way they play, yep. and I think I'm fully in love with Jurgen Klopp. I mean, yes, like <laughs> one of the most as charismatic, yes. oh yeah, human yep. beings I've ever seen in my life. He's oh, just yeah. a beautiful, and beautiful you know, man. and, the, and the, the crazy thing too about the team, there's not really there's not really like a person on the team that you like. Don't you couldn't you couldn't like in some capacity, right? right. Um, like the Chelsea teams, um, you know, while we're you know we're, we're amazing, you know, had you know, fucking Frank Lampard and like racist John Terry on them, um, you know. Man, I, I feel like Man City is kind of the same way. Like there's not there's not anybody I really truly hate on Man City. Like even like like Vincent Company, I'm like when he was playing with Man City, right. I was like. Yes, I, that I, that dude sucks because he just scores amazing goals right. and like it just manages their defense. But I'm like, I don't really, I can't really hate that guy. No, can't hate Pep. Um, you, you kind of enjoy watching him, even yeah. though you don't want them. To, yeah, to exactly. Win. So there's not like there's Shout not like a, Lisa. yeah, <laughs> there's not like a bad person on on either of those two teams that you're right. like, oh, I, I really just hate that team because that guy's a That's fucking asshole or a racist exactly. or something. Like, everybody else, everybody seems to be just fantastic so that's um, a good segue in, into yeah. our upcoming segments here <laughs> yeah we'll take a pause here but I, I just wanted to say really quickly that uh I, ch- I just thought this was hilarious i had to include it this is from uh league on in in france uh apparently before the nice and toulouse match this would have been a week ago the 21st goal line technology <laughs> was not operational why because rats had eaten through the vital electric cables that is phenomenal i mean <laughs> rats rats in france yeah no. Weird. I'm just Go. like that could be like an MLS <laughs> thing, but it's happened. It's beautiful. I mean, there's been plenty of rats in France before. That's so. very true. All right, let's let's racist BS. This is our new <laughs> yeah, usual segment on Minnesota Football Show. Yep. This is gonna come as a shock to both of you <laughs> and all listeners, but there was a racist incident at Millwall. What? Everybody, oh, calm no. down. I know. Oh no, no. <laughs> Millwall. <laughs> Yeah, let's see. Be almost as weird as a racist incident at a Chelsea match. Oh wait, <laughs> yep, that's the we're next gonna talk one. about that one in a second. That's the next one. So what happened at Millwall? This was against uh, Barnsley, apparently, and I, 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 it's been a week already, so I can't even remember exactly what happened. Just typical same old be- bullshit, I think. And I don't know. That seems like they're pretty aggressively going after the person. They've, they've identified them and lifetime ban and all that stuff. Uh, but let's go to Chelsea, sure. Yeah. yeah. So this happened last week as well. Um, this is a hell of a game. I, I did watch most of this game. Yeah. I think what's amazing is I watched this game. We had to go somewhere. My folks went at that point, And I think I shut the TV off. It must have been the 60th minute because this went down, I think, the 62nd. So, well, I, yeah. so I missed it. It went yeah. down and it went down like, yeah. <laughs> I just um, missed it. That's, yeah, I had been watching too, and then I just switched over to watching like live scores and – Suddenly, there's red cards popping yes. up, and uh, it started out with. Oh, go ahead, sorry. And and just so many tweets, I was like, "What the what hell happened? is happening right now?" <laughs> exactly. Well, the game itself, we had an early goal with William. My dad actually he he likes William a lot as as a Celestone, uh Brazilian national team player. So he was like loving him. Just great goal, lovely little step over, burns the defense, nice angle. Forty um, seventh minute, you got. Uh, Who's the keeper? I can't even remember his name. Uh, uh, Gazaniga. Tottenham, right? Yep. Yep. Just, I mean, it looks like a beautiful Donnie Yen kung fu sidekick <laughs> move. But amazingly, doesn't actually kick the player. He ends up pushing him while he's in this kung fu sidekick position, which 
you know, I guess good on him. They didn't yeah. kick him in the face. Right. But that obviously uh, VAR, yellow card, PK. William goes up for it again. All right, so then... I shut off the TV. I'll let you guys take it. Did you get to see it live? So, so uh, yeah. So, um, Hunming Song gets a red uh, for like a pretty aggressive kickout on yeah. Rudiger, and it was. I heard some Tottenham fans in my in my uh, Twitter thread were trying to say that that wasn't a red or whatever. I'm like that. That's. That's a fucking straight red. Anywhere um, else, yeah. Like if you if he red, just yeah. if he didn't kick out and like Rudiger like jumped into his into his cleats, that'd be one thing. But he literally, right. you could see him actually literally fucking kick. And so yes. Song deservedly gets a red. And then of course, um, I mean, racism yeah, ensues. Racism <laughs> ensues. Uh, directed from the Spurs fans to Rudiger uh, for presumably for, being for getting being kicked fouled against. Yeah, being fouled <laughs> against by another person of color, which again is like. And then yeah, right. and then, and then yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> getting fouled and then getting like getting fouled by Song and then getting you know kicked at by him. Right. Like Rudiger was the one who, and the problem was is that the, like they literally had to do three. I didn't I didn't hear because we were bopping around talking to people. I didn't hear like the three different like announcements from the stadium to yes. tell people like stop there doing three. racist chants. There were three. So that, so that means they literally should have suspended the game yep. at that point. Right. Um, they did not do that. <clears throat> and I haven't heard much about what the, uh, what the uh, ramifications of that have been. It doesn't seem like there's been anything I so far. Um, they, I think they both claim to be investigating, but after they put out a statement saying they were investigating, I haven't heard anything else. So, so it's kind of the blanket cover your ass. I mean, throw out a statement and then, I mean, there's real consequences need to start happening. I mean, exactly. otherwise this shit's just going to keep going and right. keep going. Yeah. I, I would fucking love to end this segment. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yes. let's not do this Can anymore. Can we not do this on a <laughs> weekly basis or ever? Yeah. Uh, all right. What else we got? Oops, I just pushed there. Other EPL stuff. I actually have a lot of English Premier just because of what's, Boxing what's, Day. Let's, uh, let's take a take break, break and then, uh, yeah, then we'll jump into uh, the rest of the EPL and uh, all that stuff. That type of dude and I want to be who you like me to But we both know I can't do nothing at all oh, yeah. Alright, we're back and uh, we're going to wrap it up with some EPL and some other uh, English Or sorry, not English, uh, European uh, news yeah, just a few uh, You have a few few things here you want to you wanna highlight? Sure, I just thought it was interesting on the 22nd, right before the, the holiday there, uh, you had bottom, at that point, bottom of the table Watford convincingly beating Manchester United. That game was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I was here, I was, I was actually bartending at, uh, I was bartending that day, and that game was fucking hilarious. Um, there yeah, there was no one here, but that was just me watching Watford uh, shit the bed, or, or Man United <laughs> shit the bed against Watford, so, yeah. Yeah, well, let's talk Boxing Day. I don't know if there's, I'm sure you guys want to talk. Liverpool I mean, there's, you know, that's the most important one, yes. obviously. Uh, I mean, Spurs came back from uh, down two one yep. or down one nothing to beat uh, uh, Brighton two no, two to one the at, at home. The Ali goal was yeah. beautiful. Beautiful. Um, yeah, Chelsea oh, shit the bed against Southampton. Mm-hmm. Um, West Ham. I was working actually working also working Boxing Day and Crystal Palace. That Crystal Palace West Ham game was uh, very dreadful. Yeah, <laughs> very dreadful <laughs> till the very end. Um, but then yeah, I, I think the. Uh, Man United. So I, I did watch, definitely watch the Man United Newcastle game because again there was like hardly anybody here, um, but they really they put a they put a fucking uh, uh, work on Newcastle. Newcastle mm-hmm. like played really well for the first twenty minutes, got that goal, and then yeah. just absolutely shit the bed. I wanted to mention really quickly, yeah, mostly for MJ probably. He got his uh, Ancelotti debut with Everton. Ah, yes, got yeah. their big win. Yeah, more to come after that as well. But go yeah. ahead, you two, you two theoretically talking Liverpool. <laughs> I mean, Bridget, what do you? Uh, I'll let you start. Four nil. Uh, well, I was catching live scores because I did not take the day off of work. <laughs> but we, we say boo, boo. Yeah, yes, considering you knew your you knew your friend was bartending <laughs> at the bar where you watched soccer and you did you not know, take you that know day what off. Sucks? I was trying to conserve PTL for a family vacation, and I was like, I. I'll sacrifice that day. And then the next day I find out that we're canceling that family vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Families are the fucking worst. How it goes. Um, I, I was telling, so I, I bartended up until that match. And then I was like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm done working at two <laughs> West. I, I can't, I can't work after two. Yeah. So, uh, um, David came in and bartended for me and, uh, for the rest of the afternoon. And, uh, 
I was telling other people, like, we have, I've been telling people this for a long time. Like, Liverpool has not had a dominant performance yet this year. No. Like, where we just, like, Man City has done it multiple times. Um, Chelsea and even Man, like Man U, like Newcastle game was like definitely like a dominant right. performance. We yeah. had not had a dominant performance. There were a lot of squeakers, a lot of this was ninety minutes, a lot of and even yeah, even the match today was kind of a squeaker. Yeah. Um, yeah, this yeah. was a dominant fucking. Performance. And at the time, this was number one, number two. Yeah, and it's still yeah, still is number one, number two. Um, uh, we put the fucking work in and uh, took Leicester to the woodshed. Um, and again, the, 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 I think the scoreline flatters Liverpool. Um, you know. It was one nothing at halftime. Um, there was a a penalty call early in the second half, or sorry, well mid, 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 midway through the second half, um, which went Liverpool's way. It was clearly a handball. Um, I think Leicester fans probably felt hard done by Cashman Michael. <laughs> certainly felt hard done by by it. Um, and then the floodgates opened and Liverpool right. just went to town. But Firmino I think that gets a brace. I can't remember all the other goals. Yeah, uh, but it's a Trent Alexander Arnold got his yeah. second of the year. Um, he's he set up two of the uh, Liverpool goals earlier in the yeah. in the in the uh, in the match. I think the the thing with um with Liverpool is, and and this is this also something with Leicester too is like, um, and it's something we don't see with Minnesota United is that these two teams have identities, right? Like Liverpool exactly. and Leicester City have identities. Um, the Brage like brought that identity that. Had almost got them points in at Anfield earlier in the season, right. um, but for like a like a late James Milner goal um, in like the ninety second minute or whatever, um, you know Leicester would have stolen points at Anfield. Yeah. He brought the basically the exact same thing, and Liverpool just right. knew how to counter it. Um, we talk about like identity and stuff all the time, and like how certain teams have identities and certain teams yeah. don't. Minnesota United does not have an identity. We don't know what the fuck Minnesota United is trying to do. We know what Liverpool and Leicester and Man City and most teams um, are trying to do, exactly. and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, uh, but that, that, that's a I think that's the biggest takeaway from there is that like we literally, you know, look what look what Brendan Rodgers Roger, was giving us, and we absolutely exploited that. Like yeah. putting James yeah. Madison in the midfield, um, just completely cleared space for Trent Alexander Arnold. He had yes. probably his. You know, talked about him earlier. His best game as a professional football player um, on uh, on Boxing Day, and he just absolutely just thrashed Leicester City's left side. I just all fucking game. The first headline that I saw <clears throat> after the game was, I think it was Brendan Rodgers saying, "We now we know who we are and where we stand mm. after this match." <laughs> I mean, that's, that's pretty humble. Even if you're coming you in with an identity. Yeah, and you don't get that from a manager they, all the time. Like, yeah, like okay. that's what they were exploiting. But he, he's like, yeah, now we know exactly where we stand and who we are moving forward. And Interesting. Let's go. Yeah. Well, at the time, this is already old news because it's changed as of today. But 13 points clear at that point. I mean, good grief. Yeah. And then we had the, the, next, the next day, Friday. Yes. Wolves in Man City. Go ahead. The Molyneux. Um, we do have some Wolves fans who are here who are just sort of paying, like just hanging out. Uh, this game was absolutely fucking bonkers as well. Uh, Ederson gets a red card in the, the uh, 12th minute, 13th minute. Yeah. Um, and then, but, but Man City goes up to nothing. Um, thanks to, uh, Raheem Sterling. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, Wolves just come like, hold on. We got to yeah. talk about that situation sure. because gets the PK. Oh yeah. Patricio saves the PK. Saves the first PK. Retakes the PK. Because encroachment, because uh, Connor Cody was encroaching, but right. the, the, when you watch back and you you look back at the like the Man City player was way ahead of Connor Cody. Yeah, just that seems like a, a, a violation of like that seems like if the uh, if the Man City player is way ahead of you, you should not be penalized for encroaching. Exactly. Just that seems like a, a easy like fix of the rules. Right. Um. You know, if the the other team is like like streaking in, of course you're gonna like take off. Um. To, to, to try and defend if, if, if there's a save. Yep. But Patricio makes two saves. He does. He saves the on second Raheem one. Sterling. <laughs> but then he oh, gets the rebound. Fuck. Kevin De Bruyne. Anyways. Uh, um, happy. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. So anyways. I, I so am so happy. Patricio, Patricio makes two okay. amazing saves. Uh, Sterling goes, uh, goes to his right both times. Makes both saves. Uh, unfortunately, the second one. Pops right back of the Sterling, who was able to put it in. So it's it's two nil City <laughs> at half. Yep. And I think at that point I was like, well, I guess. Well, no, no, two two. It was one zero at half. Two zero shortly after half. Oh yeah, did he score yeah, after? Yeah, half? it was okay. after. Yeah, the, the penalties after half. Yeah, fiftieth minute. Right on. Thank you. Um, but uh, you know, it was Wolves definitely had been controlling the game to that point. Like the 
the two goals were the second goal that so the, the penalty was the 25th minute goal the 50th minute goal was a counterattack by man city right um i think city at that point had like 38 percent of possession or something like that so like they were clearly <laughs> were playing like on the back foot um you know absorbing pressure and counterattack and they had just a, a couple of amazing passes that yep. uh sprung sterling for the uh second goal but and then it opens up but then it opens <laughs> up then it opens Traore up with that massive thigh that's like as big as my entire body uh, yes <laughs> <laughs> i mean honestly just a huge yes wow uh huge blast um he uh uh I don't know what he does to Benjamin Mendy, but he does something to Benjamin Mendy to knock him off that ball. <laughs> I don't know. Um, a hip check or something. Um, <clears throat> and then, uh, yeah, man, they uh, they found a way in the uh, 89th minute to uh, get a winner. There so. was that slick. I don't even know who did the back heel. I just put it here, <laughs> slick back heel. Maybe that's what you're talking about yeah. when you burned him. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, it was so pretty. Yeah. 3-2, come from behind. I mean, respect to the uh, team Portuguese. Yeah. And then we had some more matches. We did uh, yesterday and uh, today. We're getting so. closer, closer to current now. Um, the big, well, I mean, guess the big ones Another here. Everton win. For Everton Ancelotti. win. Yeah, our, our friend MJ and, and yep. Carlo Ancelotti uh, gets a late, late winner yep. uh, at Everton. Um, Watford beats up on Aston Villa. Yeah. Um, Watford climbing out of the cellar. Right. Of, uh, all of a sudden, they, they're <laughs> caring. Yeah. They're like, oh, wait a minute. We, we don't have to hey, be relegated. <laughs> yeah. And we I think the, the one, probably the big one, uh, West Ham losing to Leicester at home and mm. uh, um, Manuel Pellegrini getting yes. the sack yes, uh, happened. yesterday. So, there I don't know. Go. Is there anything else you want to highlight from, from that? Um, I think that kind of covers it. I watched a little bit of the Man U Burnley game. I just put a, a couple of notes. I, I saw some, some really great moves. I, I haven't really paid attention to... Man United, Man United a lot this year, but um, Pereira really impressed me. He looked really good. He set up that first Martial goal, just completely robbed. I don't even know who the player was, the Burnley player, but robs him, looks, sees the cut that Martial's going straight to goal, and just one time passes it, and, of course, he puts it in. It was, it was just a beautiful little one-two. Um, but, yeah, we, you already covered Pellegrini, so we can move. Um, this happened today, so now we're we're current. <laughs> the uh, finally <laughs> speaking of shitting the bed, <laughs> Arsenal, <laughs> Arsenal, <and> Chelsea, <laughs> Mikel Arteta. <laughs> yeah, um, I watched uh, most of this game. I did. I missed like the first like five minutes, and I missed some a little bit of like time, like right around halftime. But um, Arsenal uh, really brought the pressure early. Scored um, early. Yeah. Scored early. Uh, that was an amazing Pira Um, uh, uh, um Movement on the ball. I don't know if you saw that goal, but he ne- like it was a it was a set piece um, corner. He never stopped moving, and uh, the Chelsea defender I can't remember who the Chelsea defender was, but just like like just he got lost. Um, and Aubameyang, um, there was a header, uh, so the corner in header, and then uh, the header was a flick on, and then Aubameyang nice. just a diving header header nice. himself. It was a it was a great goal, amazing goal. Um, however. Clearly, Chelsea shit the bed, or uh, Arsenal, Arsenal shit the bed as they uh, they could not hold on and uh, gave up two goals in the um, last ten. In the last ten minutes, uh, Jorginho scored um, after what he probably should have gotten his second yellow mm. and been out of the match, yeah. which was uh, something people can talk about. Um, not me, I don't care. I give two shits about Arsenal or Chelsea. Um, but he scores the equalizer, and then uh, uh, Tammy Abraham. Um, on a counterattack in like the 84th minute or 85th minute um just shitty terrible terrible Russell defending uh allowing um uh Willian to cut the ball across back across the goal um Abraham takes it has time to turn and then shoots it in between I think he nutmegs uh Ooh. an Arsenal defender and the goalkeeper Ooh, um it was yeah double nutmeg and then but the Arsenal the the Jorginho goal um the Leno, the Arsenal keeper, came out, tried to punch it, and just totally whiffed on the ball. <laughs> he just totally whiffed on. It. He didn't even touch the ball, Ouch. and Georgina was like on that. the back post, just waiting for it, putting it in. Yeah. Um, again, brutal. All things considered, he probably should have been off the off the pitch at that point right. because of a should, should have been a second yellow card. But yeah, um, brutal. Yeah, Arsenal um, losing in Miguel Ar- Mikel Arteta's uh, first uh, home match as a as manager. So yeah, that's a hard one. Well, let's talk about the game that we all just watched. Oh yeah, uh, that Liverpool one. Wolves. Um, go ahead and take it. I, I mean, don't know. I, I had fun watching. I I left, so I watched. I did, I'm sorry, I missed the second half, most of the second half. But yeah, 
I had a pretty fun time watching the first half. It was pretty well balanced from what I could see. A lot of back and yeah. forth. The, the Portugueses were attacking. Liverpool was attacking, <laughs> defending. It was just like ping pong, back and forth, back and forth. Um, for, towards the end of the half, Mane scores. There's VAR, of course, because that's what happens now in yep. every goddamn match. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was pretty clear. Lalana goes up. The, I, I don't, I'm not sure who crossed it in. Um, it was clear that it hits his shoulder. And it wasn't a handball, but of course yeah. everybody on on Wolves is screaming for a handball. Um, yep. Not not not. <laughs> you guys were not not. <laughs> you admit it. Not the not <laughs> the Wolves fan here. The, uh, the, fans the here. Wolves fans here. They were, were okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, They're like that's fair. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So he definitely he definitely definitely was not a handball. Right. Definitely no. a shoulder. Um, he put it down. Now there was a question of whether Mane was offside. I think he was onside. Uh, I think that goal clearly should have stood. Um, mm. And then you know seven minutes later. Uh, yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, Neto gets a goal, a great, a great fucking goal yeah. from Wolves, and um, yeah, and it was just a. Uh, there was Firmino misses the clearance. Yeah, it was. And I'm not uh, sure it was a shitty. Step. It was a shitty uh, clearance by Firmino. Yeah. And then um, the other player steps over and just like my guy's right there. Yeah, and but yeah, again, VAR rears its ugly head. And as a, as a Liverpool fan, I you know I will say like even I was saying this at the time like that's. He was called offside. He was not offside. Like that's no. like he was like his shoelace was offside. <laughs> and technically, exactly. since his shoelace can score a goal, that's I mean that's the rule of the lo- <laughs> of the rule of, of the law right now. Um, and that is that's also a, a bullshit thing. Like yeah. both yeah. those goals definitely should have been goals, and it should have been one one going in the second half. Yeah, that was your final one. Um, so it's it really it does really suck for. <laughs> Do you for guys want to talk briefly on the ridiculousness of, of VAR just over the past couple? I mean, we could talk about it in general, but maybe a minute and a half of Man. just over the past two weeks because it's been out of control. I know. Bridget, go. I mean, I guess they're finally being relatively consistent about how they use it and how they call it, but it's. I mean, clear and obvious. If you need to sit there and draw five lines overlapping to determine if someone's offside or not, it is no longer clear or obvious. If you need to pull out some vector software, <laughs> why bother? <laughs> I don't get it. And, I mean, that's – so this is uh, a – That's how they want to write the rule, fine. But this go- this write go- it that way, then. This goes back to the, the Norwich City, the, the – uh, uh, Pookie goal that was taken off um, on Saturday. Yeah, we didn't mention that one. Yeah, um, which put it, should have put Norwich up two nothing um, yeah. before uh, Spurs had even scored a goal. And you know you're you're 100 right. Like there's so much um, room. I mean there should be there should be room for that's not room for error, but like room for like human judgment, right? Exactly. And yeah. um, I know that they're they're asking referees to be less aggressive with their flags. So that they can go back to VAR to use it, right. but like, at, at, at what point? Um, at what point does it like just ruin the game? And I think the thing that is most aggressive, aggressive for me, especially when it comes to the EPL, is the fact that they don't they, like the referees themselves don't actually go and watch exactly. the replays. Yeah. It'd be one thing. So like, so it makes it it makes it even more aggressive. Like. In, for example, in the Club World Cup, where the Qatari referee goes and watches the replay and then like totally reverses himself, yeah, uh, completely reverses himself. Um, that's I one thing. Drama, yeah. Um, <laughs> but at least in MLS, like and and in the Bundesliga, like the referees are going to the sideline. They do that, yep. in looking at it. Yeah. yeah. Looking they'll, at, they'll even take the headset off so they're not listening to whatever and someone's seeing it for themselves. Um, it. Just sit there and look at yeah, it. Yeah, and you know, I think the the problem. I think is that England tried to so like they they resisted VAR for a long time. Yeah, and I think they just said they're like we're gonna try, we're gonna try and like perfect it. I think that is their whole their whole thinking is that we're gonna try and perfect VAR. We're going to make sure that it is, you know, we're getting the right the right calls every single time. Right. When in, like in actuality, like I think we're I think we're figuring out with VAR that the rules are kind of fucked. Exactly. And so they're so they're, yeah. so I think part of it too is that. They are legislating to the rules, yeah. um, but I think we're finally realizing that the rules are fucked, and that um, yep. and that like um, my sh- armpit being offside, <laughs> even though I can't score with my arm, shouldn't negate the goal exactly. that was just scored, <laughs> and in the in the uh, Norwich uh, um, Spurs game or 
like the fact that like, shoelaces. Yeah, my yeah. half of my foot is just on the other side of Andy Robertson's foot. Yeah. Um, right. Shouldn't negate. Like, you know, I don't know. People use the the Supreme Court, you know, porn analogy all the time. I know it when I see it. I know what offsides when I see it. No, like that was not offsides. What happened right. um, in either North City game or in the Liverpool game, and I think we would have been okay with a draw, um, knowing that like that was should have been a, a goal. But you know, I just miss, as you know, I, I I miss the flow. I guess is what I'm saying. I, I yeah. think it just kills the yep. flow of the game. And if there's a way to it. This will be an ongoing discussion, probably. Yeah. For who knows how long, but right. I think that's. I think they that need a time limit. Is what happens. Like I, if they're gonna do VAR. It's yes. like set the clock. You've got a minute, and when yep. it's done, yeah. you need a fucking decision. Yeah, like, I think. Boom. I think. You, but using the flow as an argument, it's gonna is just not gonna be good. I think we need to. Like, I think we need to like think about this in terms of like how we're how we're going to like try to help our federations fix it. Um, and it it can't be like because it messes up the flow because they're gonna be like, well, we're you know trying to get the calls right or whatever. I think um, the like. What is like the spirit of the game? You know, I, I go back. I go back to ultimate frisbee all the time. I play ultimate frisbee. I've played it competitively for years. Like spirit of the game is like you. You do the right thing, even if it is gonna like you know. Even if it doesn't benefit. You. Not benefit you exactly. Right. So I think that is what they they need to do with uh with VAR and like just sort of refer to it as like the spirit of the game. Like clearly, that you know half of his shoe being offside. If the referee on the field didn't see it, then. Right. Should be, play should on. be, yeah, play and, on. And maybe we go back and look at the rules because now we're trying to make VAR fit the rules that were written for human judgments. The first official as well as linesman. If we go back to write the rules around VAR a little bit or side by side so that they actually work together a little bit more That's instead of all of this BS about, well, the offside rule says this, but if we look at the video... We see this and yeah. this, and no one knew, knows how exactly to call that. Mm-hmm. Not bad. It's it, different logic, basically, and points. Bridget, you, you fixed it. <laughs> it's done. You fixed it. Well, it'll never happen, so <laughs> no. <laughs> nice. That's good, though. That's, those are good points. I just have two more little things. I mean, just because we like talking about – maybe we don't like talking about Ibrahimovic. It looks like he's going back to AC Milan, six-month deal, whatever. Oh, good for him. Yeah. He can uh, go suck it in like eighth place in <laughs> Syria. That, that's that's the commentary that, I was looking yeah, that for. Son of a. We'll never have to cover that him son of again a cl- unless yeah. the racist. That's what I was gonna say. Like, he'll, he'll go back and he'll drop his racist <laughs> diatribe like the first day he's on the pitch. Bit, bitch ass motherfucker. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, uh, Liga MX. We're waiting to the Apertura final. We had the first leg last week. Actually, the second leg is second tonight. Second leg tonight. Yeah. Tonight, in fact. Yeah. I think Monterrey I America was great. Um. Um, was I guess had an own goal, and Monterrey scored all the goals. In fact, yeah. of, of the three goals, but the story that I was was looking at was this 92nd Modi goal in stoppage time, which was just God. incredible. Was cross comes in, shot gets deflected. No, no, it was just a shot. Oh no, cross the shot, cross bounces shot. up, dude yeah. traps it, chest trap, bicycle kick, game winner in stoppage time. Yeah. I mean, what more can you ask for? I was watching that. Oh. I, I was watching that in a uh, sports uh, Mexican sports bar in. Uh, on the west side of St. Paul, nice. it was fucking amazing. <laughs> what was the divide? Was it mostly America? Or uh, it was mostly like people were just interested in they Liga MX. I mean, I'm a I'm a Monarchist fan, um, but only because I, f- I got a jersey at a Goodwill go. uh, <laughs> randomly. I was like, I need a Liga MX team to follow, and that was like like two days later, I was at the Goodwill and I saw the Monarchist jersey. I was like, oh, all right, I guess I'm a Monarchist it's fan a now. See, it's, it's they're yellow <laughs> and red, um, so you know it's it makes Natural. sense for me as a. Liverpool fan, you like the red, um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, that was it was a bonkers. It was a bonkers game. Um, very much looking forward to uh, to the second leg tonight. Yeah, that should uh, be. Should be. Yeah. And it's it's not like they don't stop. They don't count away goals. So Monterey kind of shit the bed. They were they were really dominating most of that match. They should have had yeah. probably two more goals. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see what happens tonight uh, against uh, in the Azteca. Of all places. That is so. the venue. I've, yeah. I haven't been in it, but I've been by it. Yeah. Anything else, Bridget? No. That's about all I got. And I mean, hopefully we'll have some actual <laughs> Minnesota United news. Someday we'll have news week. to report, yeah. maybe. Yeah, someday, eventually. It's fun covering all this other stuff. But yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, we can. So where can guys find you uh, on the uh, social medias? On the social medias? I am at BC McDowell on Twitter and Instagram, I believe. Uh, at... Yeah. 
Silva Culture on Twitter, and we also have at MN Football Show on Twitter and Instagram and all that good stuff. All right. Find me at Texas Zeller. Uh, Dave's I know is always at the Dave's I know. Uh, MN.com. I don't even know what the Patreon.com backslash the Daves. I know if you want to help support the Daves that you know on uh, on the Patreons. Um, thank you all for listening to this awesome crossover. Thank you for podcast. Yeah, us to do this, man. We of course, appreciate it. of course. I just I like I like uh, listening to this on my own voice. So anytime I'm <laughs> I'm given the opportunity to do that, I will I will I will take advantage of that. So this has been. Um, so we are the Daves. You know, this has been the Daves. I know with a Minnesota football show uh, podcast. Long as you do yours, land here become feet, cunt. Yeah, uh, we, we do yeah. our thing, son. Through the act we attract two, hope to reach one. Uh, we, yeah. we, we do our thing, do it. We do our thing, son. Some will paint a piece, some will spray with a machine gun. It's mad work to be we, done. Uh, we, we do our thing, son. Y'all know we can't do nothing at all. Nah, yo, I can't do nothing at all.